the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Here's a piece yours truly hosted that I trust you will enjoy. Everything's all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the postgame show. What a remarkable day. 24 hours, 48 hours this has been in American politics. Uh, the main story that we talked about today, of course, was the Ilhan Omar debacle, which has turned into, uh, there's no other way to say it. The Democratic Party has basically walked away from uh, Jewish Americans. Uh, the, the the voting block that is Jewish Americans has been voting 88% for the Democratic Party for decades, or in larger numbers than that. And with this resolution, non-resolution, watered-down resolution, catfight that turned into Nancy Pelosi running away and saying, well, I guess I don't think she intended to be anti-Semitic. Which time didn't she intend to be anti-Semitic? The first, second, or third time she was anti-Semitic this last month. But by walking away and saying, well, we're just not going to do anything at all. It's remarkable. Jewish Americans who are happen to be Democrats, happen to be left, uh, left of center Jewish Americans, and there's lots of them in this country that voted for the Democratic Party in the midterms in 2018. Four months later, the party they supported just literally cut the legs out from under them and walked away from them in support of anti-Semites. The Democratic Party now values uh, Jewish American voters on the overall scale of, of, of... the subset of voting blocks. If you're a feminist, if you're an environmentalist, if you are uh, a pro-choicer, all those things are valued subsets of of Democratic votes. Jewish Amer- uh, Jewish Democrats have now been kicked below anti-Semites, and there's no other way to call it what it uh, what it is. It's anti-Semitism, naked. On display, anti-Semitism. And those that are out there condoning it, excusing it, apologizing it, minimizing it, they're being anti-Semites too. Because if you can't call evil what it is, well, then you're kind of a part of it. And don't even get me started on the whataboutism. Because it just doesn't apply here. Um... Why am I so hot and bothered about this? Because we just got John Podhortz, 
we read his column. Mark Davis read his column in the New York Post today. John Podhortz, the editor of Commentary Magazine, he's been a guest on Hugh's show since the beginning of the show, I don't know, 200 times, maybe. Good friend of ours, actually. Now, he does not like Donald Trump. He is one of the charter members of what was the original Never Trumper crowd. And that's fine. We disagreed with John about Donald Trump. We're still friends with John Pod Hortz. We love J-Pod. J-Pod is friendly with us. We have many friends across the spectrum. Whether you're pro-Trump, against Trump, doesn't matter with us. All are welcome here. John recognized what the story of the day was when Nancy Pelosi decided to cave and give in to the anti-Semitic caucus within her party and let them have their way, and she won't condemn anti-Semitism for what it is. She's trying to minimize it. Yeah, she didn't mean it. It's nonsense. So, John Podhortz writes on Twitter last night, today was a very dark day in the history of this country. It is. I don't think people understand yet how momentous this could be on the electorate over the next two years. Either the Democrats are trying to make the calculation that Jews in this country are a a, a decreasing number with each progressive generation, and there's more Muslims here than there were before Muslim Americans that vote Democrat than before, so we've got to kowtow to that voting block because there's more of them, and it's it's a simple math game. I don't know what the rationale would be, because it's certainly not a moral rationale, what they're doing. It's just not. It may just be a numbers game to them. But here's where it took, and John Podhorst wrote this morning, that we have now taken yesterday, which was a very dark day, and it's already a dark day, and the day just got started. Why do you ask? James Clyburn Netter House, long-time House Democrat, old-school House Democrat, not part of the, well, theoretically not part of the, you know, the new wave progressive justice Democrats. He's been in the House a long time. Senior member of the House Democratic Caucus. I think he's number three behind Steny Hoyer and Nancy Pelosi. Phil Klein over at the Washington Examiner caught this and put a piece up early this morning in the Washington Examiner. And when I saw this, <clears throat> it was just floored. Then it went to the original source that he cited, which was The Hill. And that was even more disgusting to me. It's the same quote, but it's even more disgusting to me. And I'll tell you why. Mike Lillis column in The Hill today. New cracks emerge in demunity is what the story says. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one paragraphs down in the story. You hear the phrase burying the lead, right? And sometimes people don't know what that means if you bury the lead. The story in this article by Mike Lillis is not the 20 paragraphs that start this story. 
the story, the news in here is that the number three House Democrat, James Clyburn, offering a defense of Ilhan Omar, an anti-Semite, said this. Clyburn came to Omar's defense Wednesday, lamenting them that many of the media reports surrounding the recent controversy have omitted mentioning that Omar, who was born in Somalia, had to flee the country to escape violence and spent four years in a Kenyan refugee camp before coming to the United States. Her experience, Clyburn argued, is much more empirical and powerful than that of people who are generations removed from the Holocaust, Japanese internment camps during World War II, and other violent episodes that have marked history. Quote, I'm serious about that. There are people who tell me, well, my parents are Holocaust survivors. My parents did this. It's more personal with her, Clyburn said. I've talked to her, and I can tell you she is living through a lot of pain, end quote, said James Clyburn, number three Democrat in the House of Representatives. So it's okay for Ilhan Omar to make anti-Semitic comments because she had a rough go of it as a little kid in Somalia, where, by the way, the Jews were not persecuting Muslims. They weren't trying to exterminate Muslims. What was going on in Somalia at the time of Ilhan Omar's youth during the Civil War there was religious factions fighting each other that were basically all Muslim, Amer- Muslim factions, Islamic factions, fighting each other. There was a very small percentage in the south of Somalia of Christians and they were being slaughtered by the fanatical Islamists that were running Somalia at the time. And it caused a genocide and it caused all sorts of people to flee. So James Clyburn is excusing her anti-Semitism because she had it rough as a kid and came here as a refugee through no fault of Israel or the Jews, I might add. But do you remember what the motto of the Holocaust was supposed to be? Never forget? Well, according to James Clyburn, well, if that's your parents' problem, that was your grandparents' problem, this is much more important now. James Clyburn just minimized the Holocaust. Minimized the greatest evil that we have seen in the world in hundreds of years which was Nazi Germany there is no other you, you, you start to invoke Godwin's law you've lost the argument because that was that was bad that was a, as bad as it gets James Clyburn is like ah, so what if your grandparents died in the Holocaust it didn't affect you she had to go through a relocation in Somalia. It's just disgusting. Brett Stevens, who again is no fan of Donald Trump, has a piece in the New York Times today. And it's just as good as John Podhoritz's is in the, in the New York Post. There are things that transcend Trump hatred, or should. Morning Joe... It took them 45 minutes to get past the we hate Trump stuff to get to 
the Ilhan Omar stuff. Joe hammered the Democrats. Everybody else on the set couldn't quite take it that far. It's just revolting. It's if if you are a Jewish American and you have voted Democrat, I'm telling you, look around because the party that you have embraced yourself with does not value you anymore. You are now expendable. And I'm sorry if you're Jewish and a movement of people in government deem you to be expendable. That should be an alarm bell to you a little bit. Anyway, Joe Biden was supposed to announce today or tomorrow whether he's going to get in the game. You might ask yourself, huh, I wonder what the presidential candidates think. Kamala Harris from California. She did weigh in on this whole thing. How did she weigh in? By feeling sorry for Ilhan Omar. We can't condemn her anti-Semite comments because if we do, it's just going to put her in jeopardy. So she's more worried about the reaction to Ilhan Omar and what punishment she may get and what threats she may get if you call her an anti-Semite. So that's more important than the anti-Semitism, according to Kamala Harris. Joe Biden was all over Donald Trump, and justifiably so, over the Charlottesville, Virginia nonsense. The right-wing extremism, the the neo-Nazi stuff that came out then. And Trump handled that very poorly at the time. You think Joe Biden's going to weigh in just as much on Ilhan Omar over the next couple days since he was so outspoken then? Well, if you have any doubts of whether he's going to or not, just ask yourself. You remember what he said about Mike Pence last week? He said he was a really he was a really nice guy. And then he got hammered by the left for daring to call Mike Pence a nice guy. So he retracted it. Well, I I don't really mean Mike Pence is a nice guy, you know, cuz cuz he's this and he's that. You think Joe Biden's going to come down hard on Ilhan Omar? As hard as he came down on Donald Trump for Charlottesville? Don't count on it. Today's Democratic Party is more worried about placating anti-Semites than they are about doing the right thing. We're going to talk about this and all sorts of things on the after show coming up in the universe, H-U-G-H-N-I-V-E-R-S-E. I wish I had better news for you. I wish I could be light and have levity and do all sorts of fun stuff. It's not a fun day. One of the two major political parties is openly embracing anti-Semitism. It's remarkable. Have a good day. Keep an eye on what's going on. And ask yourself, are you really reading and seeing what you're really reading and seeing? I'm afraid the answer is yes. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the next Post Game Show with Mark Davis. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.